welcome to the Pandemic Exposure Podcast with me, Barney Venable. This is an attempt on some kind of commentary on some of the ways that this COVID-19 pandemic and the chaos ensuing it are challenging some of our culture's worldviews, what questions it might raise for us, and what it might be exposing about who we are, what we believe, and what we value. Last week, we looked at the theme of worship and how now that we're all stuck inside all day with a lot more free time maybe to do whatever we want, it's quite revealing about the things that we value and give our time and attention to and how really anything in this world that we put too high a value on is liable to letting us down. And this week, we're going to look at uncertainty, how our culture handles that, and just how we're meant to deal with that as humans who like to know what's going to happen. This series aims to look at some themes like control, worship, uncertainty, and just look at what is our culture's attitude towards them. Culture is so specific to a time and a place. If we go across the world to China, we'll probably see that they value different things. They have a different outlook on life and much more so if we went to a poorer less developed country even in one place over time cultures views and attitudes change as technological advancements come in and people change how they live they change what they value they change what they believe probably completely unaware of what people used to value and believe or or how relevant their current beliefs and values are really going to be in 15 20 years time And we just want to look a little bit at this cross-section of the world, the West, the UK, and this cross-section in time. What are we living out at the moment and is that working for us? Would you say you like uncertainty? Not knowing what's going to happen? If offered an insight into your future, would you say, yes, tell me now? Or politely decline, saying... I'd rather just wait and see what happens. I think we'd all agree that life would be a lot easier, more peaceful and anxiety-free, if we just knew what was going to happen and when. There's a reason we make plans for tomorrow, for the week ahead, or even years' time. And the way our world works kind of works with us here. Our alarms are set to wake us up precisely the time we want to. Trains, remember trains? Are scheduled to leave and arrive at a certain time to the minute. And I think once that actually happened, if we have a holiday planned, we can say with very high certainty, I'm going to have a great time in Paris next week because the hotel is booked, the flight is going to leave at the time on your ticket and you're going to be in Paris, so of course you're going to have a good time. Now there are really good reasons for wanting to bring certainty from uncertainty, order from chaos. Nobody wants to live every day not knowing if we'll live or die or what we're going to do each day, where we're going to sleep that night. The potential problem is just that for most of the things that we do and enjoy, we're far more geared towards knowing what's going to happen than not knowing. We take a lot for granted. 
We're living in an information age, an age of knowing. We, in the West at least, have largely come through the industrial age in which we used power-driven machinery to create and manufacture goods on a large scale, which supported the economy. But through more recent technological developments, like the transistor, mobile communications, and of course the internet, we now find ourselves in this new age, where knowledge is power and data is currency. The internet and the smartphone, amongst other things, are our tools to access this power, to spend and receive this currency. Our world runs off of data being sent around the world instantly and being able to send and receive it at will. The ability to depend on technology for information, news, weather, directions, entertainment and communication builds for us a powerful sense of security. We can leave the house with just a phone in our pocket and make it to any given destination via the fastest possible route. We can Google a recipe just before dinner time and play any song that our brain decides it wants to listen to within seconds. We're programmed for security and certainty. Yet this seems to be very much different from the place we find ourselves in now. A place of not knowing, a place of uncertainty. From this technological empire, an idea of Western supremacy that we've inferred from it, we completely run away with the idea that the future is ours. We can be anything we want to be. We can go anywhere, whenever we want. We can do anything. Want to work all day in a city 50 miles from home, hit the gym after work, send some life admin emails on the train ride home, make dinner in the microwave in two minutes, and then feast your eyes on the best cinematic experiences Hollywood has to offer? Sure. Want to buy bargain clothes from high street brands who pay a low wage to the people who made them, order it in a click and have it delivered to your door in days? Easy. Want to know what's going on in 50 celebrities' lives and 100 people you barely know, watch two hours of YouTube a day, and still maintain quality relationships with your family and friends? Y you can try. Jefferson Bethke, in his timely 2019 book, To Hell With The Hustle, notes how for Western culture, the idea of freedom has moved from the escaping tyranny and oppression that it used to be, to freedom from all limits and hindrances to what we want. We have a high value on individual freedom, meeting the needs and desires of ourselves. This freedom has become our ultimate goal. And uncertainty is very unwelcome in this ideology. Whilst certainty gave us knowledge and knowledge power, uncertainty leaves us powerless and without the freedom we learn to crave. As the COVID-19 pandemic has brought home, the future is not in our hands, nor even the present. We're literally stuck inside right now, forbidden by law and even common sense to enter our high streets, to go to workplaces or visit our favourite coffee shops. And we're not geared for the levels of uncertainty we're in at the moment. We don't know how to handle it. We haven't been taught. Our teacher has been the attitude of individual freedom and of control, and it hasn't taught us many lessons about how to deal with the uncertainty we find ourselves in now. Yet the Bible takes a very different approach to the one we so easily pick up from the world around us, and one that provides much more of a solution to this uncertainty. In fact, there's a particularly humbling set of verses in James chapter 4 which speak to this. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we'll go to this or that city, spend a year there, 
carry on business and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You're a mist which appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. The world we live in doesn't hasten to add, if it is the Lord's will, to our plans. We just stick with the, we will live and do this or that. We've got a load of freedom to do whatever we want. We'll stick to our plans and figure our lives out by ourselves. And that's fine. Until now. Living this way, thinking that we are in control of our lives. It just doesn't even really make sense at a time like this. When there's so little we can be certain of. We need something better. Yet this line, if it is the Lord's will, this is where we find peace in the pandemic, a certain hope and confidence in the uncertainty. This word Lord here means master, one who is in control, one who has authority, just like we saw in episode one. There's a lot of peace to be found in the fact that God understands what's happening right now, so I don't have to. God is in control, so I don't have to be and acknowledging that we're not nearly as in control as we think we are, but God is. Now, I'm not suggesting that this virus outbreak is the Lord's will. I believe quite the opposite, since God loves us and brings light and healing into our broken world, not death and disease. But I do think he'll use it, and has done already, maybe to reveal what we've invested our security and trust in, and whether that was such a secure deposit. Maybe we would be wise to stop putting our trust in assumptions about what we're going to do, what things are going to be like, what's going to happen or not happen, and just learn to trust in God, to say, I don't know, and that's okay. I hope that's been helpful to take a look at why we have this need for certainty and just this need to know what's going to happen, and maybe just helping to explain where some of this tension and anxiety that we're feeling is coming from not knowing what's going to happen not being able to do the things that we want but it's really just a season of uncertainty clarity will come we don't know when but it will things will go back to normal but i think how we choose to live in this time of uncertainty is up to us there are a few more key themes that i think are really helpful and important to look at at this time, which we're going to look into over the next few weeks. Themes of gratitude, the way we maybe take things for granted, and and hurry as well, the way that we live our lives at such a fast pace. There's always noise and speed and pressure. And now we're being forced to just slow down a little bit. If you found these episodes helpful feel free to share on instagram and facebook you can share the link linktr.ee forward slash pandemic exposure or just share from spotify and you can also subscribe on your apple and google podcasts to get a notification when new episodes are out every wednesday morning thanks for listening to pandemic exposure